Thank you for tuning into another episode of She Laughs, a podcast dedicated to bringing you honest and transparent viewpoints in this daily faith journey. Now join with me as we listen to T and Crystal discuss the latest. Hey everyone. Hey everybody. It's your girl Crystal. It's Tanisha. And welcome to a new episode of She Laughs. Yes. We are now going live on IG at the same time. Uh, but we'll have this up for you and available tomorrow as well. So you can listen on your listening device, however you choose yeah. to do so. As always, we tend to jump right on in. So T, what are we going to be discussing um, today? Today we decided to go live um, and mainly talk about what's going on right now. You know, with the, the Rona in the air. Rona, Coronta. The Coronta. The Coronta. Rona, as you may call it. Um, yes. and there's a lot of fear. There is a lot of fear. Yeah, that's really wanted. Um, that's really what we wanted to uh, discuss is the fear that is the fear going on. While I, I'll, See, I'll be justice. it. <laughs> there we go. Hey, okay. While we definitely understand how it can be a fearful moment. Uh, just coming to you to kind of tell you what we believe is going on behind the scenes in the spirit. Um, and what does this mean for us as believers and non-believers alike? Yeah, because it's it's affecting everybody. Yes. So it's not one or um, the other. It's um, something that everyone is dealing with. So we just wanted to kind of give some, like Crystal says, some insight um, maybe some instruction and then a little encouragement. So to let you know that it is okay. Yes. Right. And so, um, it's interesting that a lot of the prophets and a lot of the, um, apostles and preachers, um, that we've been following are all in alignment with what they are saying. Um, so last week I actually was asked to, or the week before last Sunday, actually, I was asked to, um, preach at our church. And I remember sitting in prayer and just asking the Holy Spirit, what is it that he wanted me to say? Um, and it was interesting where he took me. And since then I've been having confirmation after confirmation about what it was. And he brought me to Mount Carmel. Um, and if you don't know where uh, in the Bible that I am talking about, okay, you will want to go to First Kings um, chapter 18. And right. it talks about uh, pretty much the showdown between prophet Elijah and um, King Ahab and Jezebel uh, at Mount Carmel about the prophets of Baal. And pretty much Elijah was saying, you know, y'all call on your God and I'll call on my God and we're going to see who who wins and everything. Hey, uh, just going to say the pissing contest, if you will. Uh, is that really, that's really what it was. It was what it is. Uh, Elijah even, I, I love that story so much because Elijah at one time is making fun <laughs> of the prophets of Baal. Yeah. He literally says, is he, he's, out relieving himself is he in the bathroom is that why he's not answering you yes 
Um, but it was funny why God had me go here because he was literally saying this is a time of Mount Caramel that we are in, um, where we are seeing not necessarily the judgment of God because God is did not send coronavirus. Um, that is not what I've been hearing, nor what other people have been hearing. No. But what he is saying and what I do know is he will use it. He'll use anything. And everything. If you read the Bible, he says all things work together for his good and for his glory. So he will use it to his benefits. And one of the things and strategy of Mount Carmel was that God used it to draw his people's heart back to him. Yes. To show that he was the one and only true God. And what I loved about it is that prior to Mount Carmel, God showed up three years before and he took their reign. Now I'm going to pause right there. Because you're not really understanding. He literally came down and said, I will take your reign. And he took it. And they were in a drought. And what that meant for that people at that time, who was an agricultural society, is that when he took their reign, he took their income. Yes. He took their means to barter. He took their means to survive. And so what that did was their economy was in panic and an uproar. Um, and they were literally, Jezebel was looking for the prophets of God and wanting to kill them because they felt like if we kill them, then the rain will come back. back. Yeah. And that wasn't what that was going to happen. Um, and so what is interesting about Mark Carmel is the reason that God sent Elijah back because he had already proven that he was God in chapter 17, just by taking their rain. Right. They could do all the praying to Baal that they wanted to do. Um, The rain wasn't coming. Not even a sprinkle. No (laughs) dew. Okay. Sorry. No condensation was happening. Right. Um, And so what he is doing now is literally saying, I'm going to show back up. And I'm going to draw your hearts to me. Um, If you follow Pastor John Michael McKinney, and I encourage you to do so, find him. On Facebook, on Instagram, Instagram. Um, find him, John Pastor John Michael McKinney of the Impact Church. And he literally said, he said, this is going to bring back the awe of God um, for a lot of us, uh, both in the church and outside of it, Um, because you're going to see that he's going to be a powerful demonstration in the earth. Now, what we really need to understand is while coronavirus is here and it is scary, this isn't the end. Um, this it's going to get worse. I'm sorry, guys. It, yes. it literally is going to get worse. Uh, there's no other way to cut it, but the end result is God is in control. Right. Period. Um, so you will be okay, but, The seasons are changing. And Tanisha and I both have been saying all last year, we said at the beginning of this year, before we knew it was going to get this bad, (laughs) (laughs) Um, get ready because something is coming. And we also said that this is a time where it is no longer enough for you to just say that you believe in God. It's time for some fruit to be shown. Um, It's time to actually show and prove that you really do believe. And how you do that is through your walk through your daily walk. And that doesn't mean, oh, I'm showing my walk through the memes that I post on social media either. Mm-hmm. Because you're see I'm seeing that a lot. 
now. Yes. Uh, people who have never spoken of Jesus are now quoting scriptures on social media, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But my concern is, are you walking this out? Really? And, and some of y'all is quoting them scriptures out of context. I need you to go and read that chapter that you're quoting. Yeah, that's also another concern of mine um, that you guys are doing them out of context. Um, And it's almost like you're trying to convince yourself that you're okay um, versus really encouraging other people that this season um, is going to pass and that you're okay while you're yet in the season. So I really, really am. um, I don't want to say I'm concerned but my heart goes out to those who are unsure yes. of where they stand. And usually that's attack of the enemy mm-hmm. to get you to feel that you aren't on the correct side. But usually in those moments you are, but you really have to just really walk it out. Yes. Walk out your faith. It should be shown in your actions, how you interact with people, even your mindset. Of from day to day to day, what you're thinking about, how you're acting in those moments of thinking. But all I really am seeing is fear. And it's not even out front fear. Yeah. People think they aren't fearful, but they really are because of how you say things and then the actions that follow. Yes. Because yes. if you aren't fearful, then what you do and what you say should line up. Yes. But most of the time it's not because you'll come with a rebuttal. (laughs) That's what I'm hearing. A lot of rebuttals. Yes. You know, I'm not in fear, but there goes the rebuttal. There shouldn't be a but. It shouldn't be a but. You should just not be in fear. And then the whole debate of being in fear and still going outside and like right now us doing this live, people want to take it as, oh, you don't take what's going on seriously. Um, or, you know, you just don't care. And that's not true at all. First no. off, we prayed before we did this. Yes, we did. That's the number that's, one. That's the one. <laughs> okay. And God, and through the Holy Spirit, he let us know that it was fine to do this. Um, we are still within the, um, protocol that has been given for the government. government. It's just the two of us here in this space, um, Anytime I walk, come over here, I wash my hands before I do anything. Mm-hmm. So there is a difference between sound wisdom and discernment and fear. Yes. Because if I was in fear, we wouldn't be doing this live. Exactly. We I would, would not. only be in my house <laughs> and I wouldn't move or go anywhere. So I know that I am covered, but I am still using sound judgment and wisdom and discernment by even leaving my home to go somewhere. So that that that's where that line is. A lot of people are saying, well, I'm okay. And, and I know God and um, I'm not fearful or I have no anxiety, but everything that you do after that shows mm-hmm. that there's a contradiction somewhere. Yes. I also want to speak to um, something else that is going on really amongst the saints and in the churches. Uh, We're going back and forth about should we go to church? Should we not go to church? Um, And believers are saying we should gather because we know God is in control. Here's the thing. Y'all are out of order. 
you're out of order. Um, the reason you are out of order is because God still tells you to follow the leaders yes. of the land in which you are in. Yes. So if the leaders of the land are saying no more than 10 in a gathering, yes. then if you are going to church and you know your church has more than 10 people, than 10 people. you are out of order and that's not of God. Right. So I'm just going to call that out right there. Um, that's why you see so many churches shutting down and saying go online because they are staying in order. Right. Not because they do not believe, not because they are not in faith, but the Bible clearly outlines a specific order in how you should operate in the earth while you are here. Um, and so we need to be mindful of that. Stop telling people that they don't have faith because they're going to church online. Ooh, yes, Lord. I've heard that as well. Stop, I, stop I, telling I, them that. I wonder those... Um pastors or churches who are refusing to do things like go online i wonder is that laziness is that a sense of you don't want to be creative and think outside the box and think of ways to um reach the people you need to reach i've heard them say oh well you can't trust facebook and facebook algorithms right. um which is true you it there they they show what they want to show um, but you still have to have, again, the faith in God to know that if I put this message out here, God will send it where it needs to go. Yes. Someone who is saved will share it with someone who is not. And they are using the excuse of you can't trust Facebook as a reason to why they don't want to go live on Facebook or or even YouTube mm-hmm. or wherever. They can stream live. They don't want to use those because they say, well, you can't trust them. So it's only going to those who don't need it. But can't you use that same aspect for people coming into the building? Well, those who are coming to church are mainly people who are saved. So, again, how are you getting the word out there? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you know, but I mean, you see what I'm saying? Yes. You, you use that. And I've heard, especially that um, pastor who was in Tampa who got arrested, that was his excuse as to why he didn't go live. Well, you can't trust Facebook because it's only going to send it to those people who are saved and it's not going to send it to those who aren't. Okay, but you should trust your God enough to know that he will spread the message Facts. to where it needs to go Facts. and those who need to see it. Whether it's live or a replay, mm-hmm. it will get out there to where it's supposed to go. So, yeah, that yeah. was yeah, that was my issue there with that. It's like, no, you can't, you can't do that. That you're just being lazy now. Yes, you are. You don't want to think of anything innovative, anything creative. You won't. Ooh, you won't budge or move because you found your platform, and you're not getting off your soapbox. And I really question if the Holy Spirit really is moving in that place, because that lets me know you are so rigid that you will not allow the Holy Spirit to, to update or change or come in and guide. Like I said, so, you, you found your soapbox. You're not you're not getting off of it. This is your audience. They're already synced in. Why do I have to step outside this box and find anybody mm-hmm. else? I'm comfortable where I'm at. 
because they listened to me. Yes. And because of this, what is going to happen, because the Holy Spirit was revealing that as well to a bunch of people, is um, you're going to see some churches shut down and you're going to see an emergence of other churches. Um, You're going to see an emergence of new leaders appearing to seemingly be out of nowhere. Yes. Um, And it's because what we are going to see now are who are for real believers and followers of Christ and who's just making money off of them. Yes. Absolutely. That's that's what you're going to see. And all. Um at this point in time this like we say it's it's time to wake up. Um it's no longer enough to say you're a follower of God because then I'm going to ask you well which God because there's a lot of gods in the earth. Um you can make anything a god quite frankly. Sure. Um so which God are you following in and if you are are you in his word to kind of really not be fooled? Uh, yes. By what's going on uh, in the natural, nor by be fooled by man who is pimping his word and everything, because that's yeah, really yes, what they're yes, doing. That's what they're doing. Um, and really, a lot of people right now are giving false hope. Um, because that's what the people want to hear. Right. And we're not here to tell you or to cause fear, but to really prepare you because that's what the people of God right now should be doing is prepare you for what is coming so you can get aligned right. with what God is saying and doing in your life. Be prepared for what is coming um, because it is going to be something big. Um, like I said, it is going to draw not only just hearts, but I'm talking about stubborn hearts. I'm talking about hearts made of iron hearts made of stone he is literally giving them a heart of flesh and in order to do so when you're dealing with a stubborn individual when you're dealing with individuals that are captivated by leviathan sometimes god has to go to extreme measures and so what he will do because we talk about it but we don't really understand the lengths of god's love of how he really will leave 99 to go after one um he is literally going after that one that one person those individuals who are beyond stubborn. Um, he is going through reckless lengths to get them because he wants to see you come into the fold. He wants to love on you. He doesn't want to see you out and floundering in the wilderness. He doesn't want to see you um, being taken advantage of by wolves. And so he's literally coming after you. And that is what he is using Corona for. That is what he is using what's coming next for right. um, to draw you back closer to him. Guys, we've really gotten away from who he is. Uh, we've gotten away from his word, um, even individuals in the church, even more so. Uh, we condemn and don't offer love to anybody else. No. Um, we are super judgmental. We expect change immediately. Yes. And... um. The changing of hearts is not our job. No. Um, And we know this because you sing all the cute songs talking about the Lord being a way maker and a miracle worker and he's sovereign and you are great and greatly to be praised. And you sing all those songs, but a lot of times you who clearly have forgotten really who he is. Yes. Um, What his job is and what your job is not. Yes. Um, so our job is to not change people. It's to show them the love of Christ and draw them that way. And mm-hmm. then the Holy Spirit is the one that does all the changing and the fixing and the nuances. and the. But we expect to you to come in clean. You catch a fish first. Yes. Then you clean it. 
<laughs> you don't catch a clean fish. <laughs> That's how I checked. No. Since we are to be fishers of men, that means you you catch something that's dirty, then it gets cleaned. We want to do the opposite, and that's not how the Holy Spirit works. No. There's a lot of things he's not concerned with fixing all at once either, right? Yes. He will fix things over time. Um, Your job is to stay open um, and to stay in a hard posture of surrender. And that's really what God is calling his children back, especially those who aren't sure. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think you guys really understand. There are a lot of you who are unsure where you stand with God. Yes. You're unsure. And he is drawing you to let you know we're okay. Stay open to me. Yes. Stay open continue to stay in this posture of surrender and we will get this thing going um so as this gets worse it's definitely for the hard-headed ones yes we all know that term (laughs) (laughs) this is for the hard-headed ones those who are being stubborn well and then you have to also show mercy to them as well because the stubbornness does not come out of purely hatred and rebellion towards christ there is a hurt there from nine times out of ten, someone who is claiming to be Christian. Yeah. So that's part of the problem. They've been hurt. Um, they've been antagonized. Um, they've been mishandled and misused. So that's why they're in a state of rebellion. And that's why they're being they're being so stubborn. Mm-hmm. So that is why God has to go through these very hard trying times to get them to understand that I am God. You are mine. Yes. And you don't belong to anybody else. So I'm going to go through extreme lengths to come and get you. He's a very jealous you know God. That we, you we, are mine. We, we forget that. That yes. he is jealous. He's very jealous. <laughs> he, he said, well, yeah, once I, you are his, you are his. Period. Period. So. And he's not going to let you fall behind to some, to somebody else or anything else for that matter. He will chase after you because you're his. And he's deemed it so. And like we said, this this season definitely it's a dual season. Um, it's for the hard headed ones. And the the beginning of this year, our apostle said we're in the year of the love realm. Um, also, Pastor Jatim McKinney, hey Jatim, we see you. Uh, she said at the beginning of this year that she heard God say that this is the year of endless rain. Um, and it still is. Right. And so what I understand this to be is it's a dual season because he is loving on all of his children, the stubborn and the ones that are not stubborn, the ones that are with him already, the 99. And so what you are going to see is when a parent loves their child, they chastise them. Right. Um, they show them a hard love because they want them to act in a manner in a certain way for their benefit, not to hurt them. So what you're going to see is, like we said, he's coming after the stubborn ones, but he's also going to be loving on the ones that have remained faithful, those 99. And so what you are going to see is some people are going to be promoted seemingly out of nowhere. nowhere. Um, There are going to be some of you that are going to be given raises and bonuses and and just uh, promotions and jobs in a time where people can't find jobs or people are losing jobs. And they're going to look at you and they're going to say, how did you get that? You shouldn't have gotten that. Um, How is he doing this for you? And 
what seems like a, a near recession right. um, when everybody it's affecting us worldwide. And it's literally because you're going to be able to point back to him as your father. He literally trusts you to make sure that you were going to be an advertisement yes. of who he is. And so he is going to promote you because he knows he can trust you with that assignment. So it is a dual season, both for uh, the ones who are in the 99 and for the ones that are the one he's loving on us all. It's just, his love is going to look differently, um, depending on where you are in your relationship with Christ at the moment. Right. So that's also what I wanted to say. What else? I think that was really it. That was it. All right. Well, we just wanted to take this time to really tell you guys what we were hearing in the spirit um, to shine a light on what's going on. Um, I hope that was encouraging to you to let you know that um, though this is hard, though it will not yield um, yet, this is also for a season. Yes. Um, And I know that's a struggle to hear (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a struggle to deal with because while you're in the process, it is hard because you, it's not enjoyable. I'll just say that it's just not enjoyable, Um, but it's necessary and it's needed. And even if you are part of the 99, your heart still has to be open Mm -hmm. to what's going on in the world and in the spirit realm because it's important as well and it's needed. So just remember you're covered. Yes. Use discernment. Yes. Wisdom and know that you are covered and it just has to be annoying, annoying. But right now, um, because you can't see it. So Mm -mm. just, you just have to know. Yes. You know, know that you know that you know is awful. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to know that you're okay and God has you. Yes. Um, This time we normally don't do this. We usually tell you we're praying for you. Um, But this time I'm going to have Tanisha pray us out. Um, and just know that we are constantly praying over you. We're constantly praying for you. Uh, this is definitely, I don't want to say a hard season, but by the time this year is over guys. Okay. I'm excited for the revival that's coming to the church. I'm excited for the amount of hearts that are coming and it's going to be, it's going to last a little while. I'm not saying it'll be over by the end of this year, but I'm just excited to see God's drawing and coming after hearts and that he loves us enough to do so. Um, It always amazes me the lengths that he will go to. So um, with that being said, T, you want to pray us out? Yeah, sure. Father God, we come to you, Lord, first just thanking you for who you are, for being a covering God, for being a shepherd, for being someone who is willing to chase after his children, God, for being our provider, Mm -hmm. for anointing our heads, for covering us in our homes, for covering us when we step out of our homes, God. We know that this will pass and we know that we are yet covered by you. And Lord, we take this moment to also recognize those that may be struggling, those who may be sick in their bodies. We claim healing over them right now. We claim healing for those who are first responders, God. Those who must come in contact with those who are sick, those who are ailing from this corona disease. We ask right now that you cover them, keep them well, open their hearts and their minds, Father, so that they know exactly what to do to care for those that you have put under them. Give them the strategy and the plan to execute and get through this season, God. Bless their homes, bless their families in their absence, and give them a sense of peace. 
anxiety, we tell you right now that you must go. Yes. You have no place in the hearts and the minds of God's children. Depression, you have no place in the hearts and the minds of God's children. God, send your peace. Angels, I dispatch you right now to cover and keep and love on God's children. Right now, God, this is a time for strategy and for planning, God. So each person who is under the sound of my voice, be it a prophet, be it an intercessor, God, be it a dreamer, be it apostles, be it pastors, God, be it teachers, be it preachers, God, be it even evangelists, Lord, and ministers. Right now, give them the plan. Give them the things that they need to know to execute, to get through this season, the word to speak to your children, the things that they need to know, God, not just for comfort, but to know what to do next. Keep our hearts and our minds open. Keep us ever so ready and ever at your feet. Just a quiet time of your presence and listening for that instruction and also enjoying this love realm that you have placed us in. The time of loving, whether it's hard and chastised or whether it's a soft, gentle touch, we say at your feet, God, and we thank you for this moment and this opportunity to come and to pray on behalf of others as well as ourselves. We ask that you continue to bless us and keep us, keep us wrapped in your arms and to show love and to show your grace and mercy as you show it to the world right now. All these things are decreed and declared in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, until next time, we love you. See you guys. See ya. Thanks again for listening. We hope that you were blessed by today's discussion. To keep up with the latest on the She Last podcast, be sure to subscribe on most major streaming platforms. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you feel led to donate, please send donations to paypal.me forward slash she laughs. And don't forget to send us your questions as well. We'd love to hear from you. As always, stay blessed.